Hiya, pals. <coughs> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> And now, Disneyland Paris News. Back from a Disney cruise, and we are dying to talk about it. That's the news. <laughs> Hi, guys. Did one of you cough a lot uh, all of a sudden when the music started? <laughs> Hugh just bangs the microphone with his oh, pencil because he's a pro. An almighty thud. Was it a pencil? It was something your hand was just doing that. I clanged the mic. Yeah. I clanged it real good. Yeah. Clanged it. Right. This feels very strange, Chris. This feels really strange. Oh, did you? (laughs) (laughs) We watched that show you did with Lucas. It was was different, but we really enjoyed it. Bonnie was um, well intrigued. She's good. I've got good questions for him. Can we ask? And I had to explain. (laughs) No, that was yesterday. But the reason we're doing this on an odd night, and I don't know if anyone will join us live. Probably not, because people don't know we're doing it. People are. is, are there some people joining us? Yeah. Because there's five people joining Forget us. Miracles will never cease. But we are here to give our trip report and our overview of the UK staycation, Disney's Magic at Sea cruise that we came off of. That doesn't feel like good English, but I think it is. <laughs> that, that was beautiful. That, is that acceptable? Off of. Off, off of. of. Um, at about half past nine this morning, we walked the gangplank, probably, maybe quarter to ten. Mm-hmm. We were home by 12. Mm-hmm. And um, while it's still fresh in our minds, we want to tell you all about it. I, I want said, to hear uh, all about it. Have we said well done to Lucas? Yeah. Yeah, he did super. <laughs> Do you know did what? super. <laughs> the, the, thing that, the thing I didn't realise sat next to him, uh, which people have told me since, is is how he got gradually more and more tired as the show went on. <laughs> Oh. Me at all, but apparently, yeah. he was, he was, well, he was—he was shattered when he, yeah, when he finished. But he did really well, bless him. Um, we just need to learn to not use one-word answers to everything. But it's difficult because you're like a rabbit in headlights first time you do. Come on with the media training, Chris. I know. I've told him. I said, <laughs> next time we do this, you're hosting it, and I'll be the one that sits back. That way, you have to talk. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right, so I'm just going to give you an overview um, to the listeners, anyone live, anyone listening in the future of what we're doing, why we're doing it, where we were. So Disney have offered for this one time only UK staycation cruises. They take off from a British port. They go around the sea for two, two, three or four nights, depending on what cruise, and then they go back to a British port. You don't have any port layoffs. You... um, go and you come back and that's it and it's just to get around the quarantine rules that are currently in place now doing a disney cruise has always been on my radar like oh it would be nice to do one of those one day but it's not been very far at the bucket list it's certainly not our next trip or the trip after that or the trip after that it was something for the future i think for you it probably wasn't particularly on the radar at all Mm um and but the situation was we'd had literally more than half a dozen trips cancelled. If you count the ones we've cancelled to Paris, the ones we've cancelled to Florida, the ones that never got booked that we were planning. I don't even think she's cancelled the one that's definitely cancelled. So no. <laughs> just, just in denial. I know it's just sitting there till I pick up the phone and actually do the dirty. Um, but the frustration, we really 
felt we needed some Disney. This kind of landed on the UK's lap and we just decided we're, we're going to do it. We're going to go for it. So it was kind of a surprise to us that we found ourselves on that ship. Um, so that's how it starts. So it really is going in fresh when we say, what did we think? Now, anyone who watches the show knows my general levels of enthusiasm for all things Disney. So I'm sure that my reaction won't be a surprise. However, Hugh keeps his cards very, very close <laughs> to his chest in general. I mean, I am married to the guy. I've spent the weekend with him. And she knows nothing about me. And I... <laughs> He's an and enigma. It's... Um, it, it, well, you know, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll know he picks up on strange things. He finds pleasure in strange things. Strange things annoy him. Like Bailey's pina colada, for example. Ooh, yeah. Love it. And there really is very little predicting it, even when you've known him for 20 years. So after about... I think this is all positive stuff. It, no, it is. I'm an enigma. It is. It's, uh, <laughs> it's exciting to know. But uh, after about 36 hours of our um, trip, I said... I have no idea if you would want to do this again or not. And I'm not going to ask you until the podcast. And I didn't. I have no idea. So I think I think I can safely say he was enjoying himself in the moment. But it's kind of, yeah, I want to kind of work up to asking him that. Would you do this again? Because I deliberately didn't ask him. I, I love I how you've, you've been on a holiday and not talked about whether you've actually enjoyed <laughs> it or not. This is what we do. We'll go, to the cin- for a video. <laughs> we'll go to the cinema and watch something for the podcast and we can wait like two or three days. Walk and out in won't, silence. Won't mention it. Not going to discuss this film until <laughs> the podcast. Mm. What do you think, Chris? Do you think I enjoyed myself or, or what? I think, um, I think, yes, you enjoyed yourself, but I imagine there's at least one or two real bugbears <laughs> that, that you can't get over. Most likely yes. involving people, most likely involving passengers. That's where shall, I'm heading with Shall it. we get it out of the way? Because it, it will affect, uh, you know, um, it's, it's not a big surprise you know, to save it to the end because I'll have to talk about things, you know. Okay. Okay, so the first big question. <laughs> You've done a three-night Disney cruise. Would you book another Disney cruise? Yeah, all right then, yeah. Oh, crikey. <laughs> That's non-committal. She, she was expecting either, yeah, or a no way. But it's like, here's the thing. I enjoyed it. It was worth it. I would do it again, but uh, there was several things I had reservations about. And there's a lot more, the things I don't like about uh, Disney parks, there was a lot of it. Like character meets, don't care, not for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, hang on, there weren't any character meets. Well, yeah, but there were were, were dotted around, you could do selfies with them from a distance, you know, safe, safe meets. And you, you could interact with them. Okay. You just couldn't hug them. Okay. Up close. Mm. Um, we basically met Captain Marvel. She was just a few Ooh. feet away. Wow. Mm. Behind a cordon, behind a rope, a cordon. Um, what else? Um, do you know what it was? On the first night, I thought, oh, what have I got myself in for? Because we went up to the top deck and on the big, and on the stage and the big screen, uh, uh, funnel vision, there was a frozen show. It was called Freezing the Night Away, which I thought was a bit strange because. You know, that sounds too cold. It doesn't, it, it doesn't sound nice, does it? doesn't sound appealing. But at one point, we were playing uh, Sven Says, which is Simon Says. Um, and I just thought, oh, no, is, is this is this what this Butling. trip is? Is, is, it, is, is it playing kiddies games? But that's not for you, though. No, it's not for me. 
But so we were there with Bonnie, but then, but there has to be, but actually, do you know what? There was a turnaround during that because they actually, they played some, it was a bit of a juke, turned into a bit of a jukebox and they played some songs. Mm. But actually the songs they played, I quite liked. It was like, uh, it was like Wipeout, Feeling Hot, you know, and it was, it was giving me summer vibes. There was something else mm. as well, I can't remember, but. Um, it was Surfing USA, I think, was oh. when you seemed to perk up. <laughs> did I perk up? A little bit of Beach Boys. <laughs> Okay. So, ultimately, I did like it, especially the food. Uh, the eating experience was the best thing for me. We'll get on to all the details. I want to give my overview, and then we're going to listen to Bonnie's overview, and then we can get into some specifics about things. Chris is about to say something. No, I was going to say. So, so you've said yes, you would, you would do it again. Yes, but, and, and you, it still sounded like a non-committal. Yes, you would do it again. Do you I know guess, what? I guess the question I have, and maybe this is one to say for the end, but I'm going to ask it anyway. The question I have is. Well, if, if yes, you would book it again, is it something that you'd book again over a regular Disney holiday? Or is it something that because of because of the circumstances as they were, it was an ideal fit? Well, let's let's talk about the whole thing. So you, you, you kind of have to know the whole trip, the whole experience before you can, you know, if we just I'm say okay. you can't meet someone in the street, go, did you like Disney Cruise? No, crap, right, that's it. You know what I mean? There has, there's a bit more <laughs> nuance to it. Go for it. So... I had realized I was been on a journey of self-discovery for many, many years. People have said to me, what, why do you keep going on Disney holidays? Why do you go on several a year? Why is it the only trip that you'll take? Why can you, how can you go back to Disneyland Paris for the fourth time in a single calendar year and still enjoy it? Don't get it. Right. And I've told people, oh, it's, we're, we're not really into rides or oh, the play music on Main Street. And it's very hard to describe to someone why. Mm. And I discovered it about myself on this cruise because this wasn't a theme park. And I've always said I'm not into theme parks. So I am basically a child. I know loads of adults say that, but I want to wear primary colours all the time. I want to wear bows in my hair. I want to break into full dance routines in the middle of the street. I want to sing at the top of my voice and not care that I'm out of tune. I want to jump up and down when something excites me, just like Bonnie does, who's six. And this isn't this isn't an affectation in any way. This kind of is how I behave as a person and I constantly have to behave like an adult and it's painful now I I prefer to just slink into a tiki bar and just 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 put out the vibe Hewitt we're not talking <laughs> about you right now I'm trying to describe I'm, I'm, I'm sharing something here I'm sharing something so the reason I go on Disney holidays is so that I can wear what I want to wear and do what I want to do. And when you're on a Disney cruise, you're in this very limited community for this time. There is a very limited number of passengers, a very limited number of crew. You're in a very, very safe bubble. You can do all those things. You're living in a world where there's music, appropriate music playing on every corridor where waiters do magic tricks mm. where characters jump out you, you're just walking back to your stateroom and a character will come out of an elevator you know what i mean it's like this kind of world and if i'm the one getting ready for dinner and i'm wearing a silly red hat with a bow in it and a great big polka dot skirt and i've took my floo-foo underskirt with me because i could and i'm doing that and i'm doing the charleston in the corridor and somebody else is judging me they're the ones who don't belong there, not me. You know what I mean? They're the weird yeah. ones because they're on a Disney cruise and I'm behaving the way that it's appropriate to behave. So the fact that I could do that and live in that bubble for the full weekend 
absolutely sold because to an extent it's not even like that in the park so it should be because you've always got mardy day tripping people who don't really know what they've signed up for and they've gone to disneyland because it sounds right i think disney cruises they're all in people on disney cruises so that's my overview that's how i felt about it i also have criticisms for specifics but that's the attitude i went in with and i think you can already tell from hugh's overview that that's we're just different people that's why we work that's why we click fire and ice yeah but hugh doesn't <laughs> doesn't enter a situation you know, like that i don't even uh, clap along um, no. at shows unless someone's done something that deserves it like um we went to a, a quiz show with and a family and they're like give it up for the so-and-so family and i thought well they haven't done anything yet I'm not clapping until they've done something that is impressive. You know, it's, I hate the 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 the, 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 the falseness of like clapping, just clapping like a seal for something that hasn't happened. You know what I mean? But you see, and that's it. We, we're just, so just, just, just to give you a bit of background about me, sometimes I won't even sing Happy Birthday uh, such a, because such a jolly guy, aren't you? Unless I can do it with harmonies and add um, and many more at the end. I'm not one of the hip hip hooray guys. I like and many more. <laughs> anyway. But you see, I like that we're all on this cruise ship together and we're all committed to this element of fun. And when they say give it up for that family, I'll clap and cheer for them because it's their holiday too. And I like being part of their enjoyment. Now, we did win a quiz and Hugh said uh, we were sat by the It entrance. was a joke. I said to Bonnie, because I was filming it, I said, you know, Bonnie, not one person has congratulated us on the way out. Not one. But wouldn't you have really liked that person who did say, oh, well done. Well, I want to be that person for other people. Mm -hmm. That's my thinking. Now, it's fine that you're not because <laughs> you travel with me. So I'll spread the sunshine. I'll bring the sugar. You bring the salt. And we can all have tequila. Yeah. Except we don't drink. I'll bring the salt because them roads, they need gritting. Right. Should we listen to what Bonnie thought? Oh, yeah. I, I need to do that. Duh. Here we go then. Okay. You too. You need to be quiet because you'll be heard. Me, tell her who I like. Here it goes. Hi, Bunny. Hi. Tell us about your experience on the Disney Staycation Cruise. What, Bunny, was your favourite bit? Um, I think my favourite bit was um, at the theatre. We watched Disney Dreams. And I thought it was really good. You nearly cried, didn't you? Yeah, I always cried. You said, this is amazing. Yeah. What was your favourite restaurant? My favourite restaurant was definitely um, Animator's Palette because I know I'm spoiling it, but they gave you a sheet saying, design a character inside these blue lines. And... It got put on a screen and like loads of things started happening. Like we started walking, started dancing, started joining other characters. It was just amazing. Um, tell us about the kids club. Oh, and the kids will know about this if they go to the kids club. And it was fun because each time there's like a main floor and there would always be like a story or something going on an activity in the middle and the latest time um the green soldier came in from toy story and 
Tartars at boot camp and last time there was a story of Snow White and there was a different section um, through the little corridor and there was stuff like the iPads and you would do oh we did some good um, stitches face gear and it was really fun and would you go again on a Disney cruise oh definitely Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for that, Bonnie. Say bye-bye. Bye. Stitches goo, she said. My heart just melted. <laughs> um, so the, they, made, they made slime. They made, the kids' clubs, we can't fully talk about them. We tried to ask Bonnie about them. We weren't there, obviously. Mm. But they're, they're ultra safe. They've got magic bands to get in and out, but also they can't get out without um, a secret word that only the parents know. And they're just they're so secure when they're in there. But they get real Disney characters. Like she said, the Green Army men came marching through and they did a boot camp and the kids did arts, they did crafts. Um, they've got amazing play areas. They had story time with Snow White. She had a fabulous... This isn't your average kids' club, here's a pretty stick, go and cover yourself in glitter kind of thing. Sounds awesome. Really fantastic. Well, you, you saw that picture of the uh, magic band that they gave us, didn't you, Chris? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, while, we was, while, we was, yeah while we were still in Liverpool, uh, someone just said, oh, does, does she want a magic band? We're like, oh, great. Um, and then it turned out, Lucy looks at the, the bill while we were there and uh, it said twelve ninety nine. Uh, so it turned out if if you don't return it, you're charged for it, and it only works on the sh- on the cruise ships. So you can't you can't think, oh well, it's a cheap magic band. I can take it to the park, so it's unique. Uh, no, so we had to. So it was kind of thrust on Bonnie, and 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 then we had to kind of convince her that she didn't want it, which is kind of a you know hard sell. So. I don't think it was a person's fault that gave it to us. I don't think they knew the, the whole the whole deal. But mm. just 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 be prepared if you get offered a magic band, um, you can take it, but you will have to return it unless you want to pay thirteen dollars. She Sounds needed bit... it for security reasons. She needed it. It had her name. You know, it had all her information mm. on it when she was at the kids' club. But it should have been given to us with there is a twelve pound refundable deposit. Sorry, a twelve dollar refundable deposit, and we would have gone fine. It was no issue, but we thought we'd got a magic band, and we hadn't. Basically, oh rubbish. Yeah, that sounds a bit like um, when I went to Grand Canaria with a friend of ours, Ben, and uh, we were walking down to the beach, and this guy uh, grabbed hold of Ben and kind of slapped this bracelet onto his hand, and then said, <laughs> "You have to give me fifty euros." And then mm. Ben managed to barter him down to 20 euros. Uh, but basically he was saying, well, you're wearing it now, so you've got to pay for it. And he was ready <laughs> He was ready to call the police on him. And Ben just mm. didn't yeah. know what to do, so he paid for it. Oh, poor Ben. <laughs> really? I'm surprised. I, I think I think nowadays, Ben, I can just imagine him in, in his little shorts. I can. Um, I don't think he, he'd, he'd he put was up, in little shorts. But... I don't think he'd put up with that these days. Oh, I don't know. He, he did just did not know what to do. He didn't want to take <laughs> it. He was very grumpy about it. Yeah. And I just laughed. I wasn't much help at all. <laughs> Should we talk about how the restaurants work? Oh, I'd love to hear about food, yes. Yeah. So you basically you've got three um key sit-down restaurants. You've also got a fourth one, which is um a buffet restaurant usually, and then you've got I'll call it junk food, but you've got chicken nuggets and chips and stuff mm. up, up on deck. Mm. But your three main seatings um you do on rotation. 
So on a three night cruise, you get one night in each one. You don't get to choose what night. When you check in, it's written on your card. Tonight you're going here, tomorrow you're going there, third night you're going there. You get a serving staff, you get your own server and a serving assistant and they move with you. So they will be, they'll serve you all three nights. So they get to know what you like, what you don't like, your allergies or don't like spice, this kind of thing. They'll recommend stuff for you. Then they get to know your names, what you planned on doing that day, the chit chat with you. It's absolutely lovely in that respect. Um, So the three restaurants that you have are Animator's Palette, um, Rapunzel's Royal Table and Lumiere's. Now I'll get Lumiere's out of the way really quick. It's basically a very posh French restaurant uh, with live Mm. piano, very date night, but there's no kind of beyond that, there's not a gimmick, there's not a show. The other two both have shows. Mm -hmm. Um, Rapunzel's Royal Table, it's Rapunzel's birthday when you get there, at least on a three night cruise, because we only went, got one seating there it's rapunzel's birthday and the ruffians are throwing her a birthday party and this thing the songs they do the i had a dream they do the last i see the lights there's lanterns all over the ceilings and then i don't want to spoil spoil too much about things but there's a lovely little dinner show that goes on there and then animator's palette is a black and white restaurant with pencil drawings all over the walls and on screens and frames. Everything is um, like paintbrush shaped and or palette shaped, your tables and your plates and stuff. It's absolutely amazing. But because people might be listening who don't know about it, I don't really want to say what happens because something happens to the entire restaurant and it's Fabulous. Bonnie kind of told us. She did. I'm kind of hoping. I didn't realise she was going to do that. I'm hoping it wasn't um, explicit enough, but it's it's an amazing experience. So what was your favourite restaurant of the three then? Um, Probably Animator's Palette. Palette, yeah. Mm. Uh, just because of the sort of effects. Um, and that was the first sort of fancy meal we had. So I was like, oh, oh, this is fancy. Um, yeah, Lumiere's was just um, like because we had that on the third night, we were kind of jaded by then. It was like, yes, the food's very good, thank you. But and then there was no show. Uh, oh. So, uh, no, do you know what? Though? I, I, but I liked the atmosphere of Rapunzel's the most. Mm. Uh, and we went the, the first day, we went for lunch there. And, um, you know, there's just sort of medieval music playing in the background. And it was really relaxed. You know, having just got there, it was like, ah. Oh, so, I, so maybe, maybe it's Rapunzel's actually. Mm. It's very close. To, it's very close to an animator's palette and Rapunzel's. I think animator's palette is something I will just remember for ever. It was just amazing. The food for me was maybe pipped at um, Rapunzel's, just because it was sort of Germanic food. It was a bit more mm. my palate. Um, but the food quality is just amazing. It's, it's fine dining, right? The, the, the whole thing. Plated like Master Chef, everything that's mm. put in front of you, and the food is all included. But you talk about the first day we, um, first thing we did after we'd done all the check in stuff was we went to Rapunzel's Royal Table for lunch. You had a pasta. Mm-hmm. Decent size, not massive, but a nice portion. No, no, it, it, well, it was it was verging on a small size. A, a and, I was, and I was hungry. We, you know, we mm. went eating for so long. Uh, 
And I was like, oh, is that it? But then the the, the, the guy came over and he said, uh, do you want another another plate? I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, can I? Yeah. So just brought another portion yeah, of the same thing. It took a while to get used to the fact that you can have as much as you want. And uh, if, if you can't decide between some desserts, get, get both. Yeah. Twice oh, we got between two of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Twice between two of us, we couldn't decide on desserts, so we got three between two of us, and that we couldn't decide better, on yeah. some starters, and we got three between two of us. The starters, for example, on the starters in Lumiere's, there was um, lobster and shrimp starter, there was escargot, and there was baked brie, and it was like, well, we're safe with baked brie but I really want to try the other two. Now, no way would I pay for the other two not knowing I would like them. If you had to pay for lobster as a starter, thinking, not sure about this, you wouldn't. So we just ordered all three and tried it. And as it was, I do like lobster and shrimp. I've had them before, but the sauce, I want, it was a fish sauce thing. It wasn't my taste, didn't like it. The escargot, I thought Hugh might have a try, but he was, he couldn't get them near his lips. Um, they were very garlicky, they weren't great. And the brie was bland. <laughs> oh. I mean, I said, no, to be fair, this is extremely good food. It just wasn't to our taste. But the fact that we could just keep ordering and then another portion of bread and then, we could, you know, and if you, you're not full after you've eaten your plate, you can order another one. And they don't bat an eyelid. This is what they're there for. And they would always recommend food to you. Mm. And if they saw that you were maybe pushing it around your plates, do you want me to do this? Can I bring you that? Can I do the other? And there's, there's no stigma to it. The Britishness in you would feel a bit awkward, but... Do you know what Lucy said to Animator's Palette on the first night? She said, this is in the top five creamy pastas I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow, praise indeed. I do that is like praise. a creamy pasta. It oh. might actually be the top. And it's worth saying about um, the uh, it's it's pretty strict eating times. We were under under the impression that the buffet bar uh, near the pool was kind of open all day, like like another sh um, like another cruise we once went on. You could go in anytime you wanted and get mm. a lovely coconut pudding. Um, this one uh, we actually we didn't realise, but um, one day we went about half one. Uh, so you know, qu quite a late lunch, and then by the time it was, uh, it was, I was, I went back to get a dessert. They were pulling all the shut shutters down on the counters, and they were starting to put the remaining desserts on big trays to take away. Mm. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, so we only just made it. So it's really like it's quite strict about when you can eat, and you can't go too early either. And they always have the uh, they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The cabanas, which is the um, buffet one, will be open. But they always have at least one, some days two of the sit-down restaurants as well that you can choose from yeah. and go and have an a la carte. Um, the buffet one, it is strict opening hours, but it is like 7.30 till 11.30 for breakfast. No, 7.30 till 11 for breakfast and then 12 till 2 for lunch and then it's open again at 4 for dinner. So it, it when they say it's open all day, it kind of is, but you've got those two-hour blocks where you're a bit snookered. And, and, and if just, you miss it, you can get you can get something near the pool, like a slice of pizza or something. Yeah. You know, something cheap, junky. The, the thing that's on everyone's lips, though, what's the Dole Whip situation? Oh, Chris. Not a patch. To be honest, uh, Lucy went and got one and she, she brought it back. First of all, it was an, it was massive. It, it was in a cup, but it was like, it was full to the... It was about, it was about three times uh, more than you would get uh, in one of the parks. Right. And it was... 
it was just okay, to be honest. It's icy, wasn't it? Was it was very icy. I know it's like, Aww. I know it is icy, but it was, it, it was, it was nice, but it wasn't a patch on the park ones, I'm afraid. So I only had one. And it wasn't included in the price. We had to pay for it, got put on the bill. The reason is that um, all your soft drinks are included in the price of the cruise, but that was a speciality drink, the way that a smoothie would be or a mocktail or something like that. So I switched to banana ice cream instead because they were free. So you've got free soft, they've got a soft serve ice cream machine on deck. You can eat soft serve ice cream as much as you can eat all day. Brilliant. Can you get fruit (laughs) juice? Because you've got like mango juice and... Some ice cream. No, I couldn't oh. make a. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't make a little banana. Uh, sorry, a, a mango whip. I'm afraid. No, I don't think they had mango juice. They did have apple and orange juice on. I bet they would have done somewhere. It's the kind of place where you go. Um, can we have this? And they go, yeah. And they mm. just go away and find it some, you know, from somewhere. Mm. It's one of those um, type of places. Tilly's just asked in the chat. Can you explain a dull whip for my husband who is joining me watching tonight, please, guys? Well, dull's the uh, brand of pineapple isn't it uh, yeah. it's just it's just a it's just a pineapple flavored uh icy um uh, it's a mr whippy like a, it's a mr yeah. whippy with fruity flavors it's, it, it's like a, it's, it's it's like a tough slushy no like, it's how it's like a it's like would you describe it like a sorbet almost not quite it's a non-dairy soft <laughs> serve hmm i guess it's sorbet is, kind of then isn't it because sorbet mm. is non-dairy. Paris does uh, soft serve based versions of it. They also do soft serve versions at Walt Disney World and mm. the parks, but they focus on the Dole Whip. It's you know the the original, the OG. Um, but I'm more about the soft serve with the uh, the mango or the pineapple sauce on it. So I think the answer to it is no. We can't really explain it at all. <laughs> no, it's just an icy. Pine- you gotta try. It. It's just an icy pineapple-y refreshing treat. Yeah. Yes. The last thing I want to say about the food because it's, it's phenomenal, is that everything I ate for that entire weekend was the best version of that I have ever had. And it, it was getting quite strange. Like, at one point, we'd got our sun lounges. Me and Bonnie was, had been in the pool, we were sopping wet. So we did get the burger and chips, which we didn't really plan on doing, but we got it from the pool bar, and it looked like burger and chips, and it had been served like that, and they'd had the burgers in the heating drawer, and I thought, oh. And the chips were perfect. (laughs) We've all had bad quick-service chips. And then I tasted this burger, and it wasn't too salty. It was moist, but it wasn't greasy. And I thought, how are they doing this? It's burger and chips. The pretzel bread and the dips and the just every single thing I had was the best version of that I have ever had. I don't know if there's some kind of pixie dust sprinkled on it, but it was amazing. Now, the fact that I'm like saying, oh, we didn't really care for the uh, the lobster and the shrimp, that was by the third night when I expected everything I put in my mouth to change my world. I expected it. And when something wasn't perfect, you're like, oh, I saw someone on a forum today. I don't want to say give too much details because uh, there's a good chance uh, she might see this, but <laughs> she was basically saying she was underwhelmed with the food. And I thought, what? I mean, uh, if that's what, if that was her takeaway from it, that's, that's, that's her opinion. That's fine. Uh, I can't argue with it. But she was saying like the meat was dry. And I'm like, I, 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 I tend to stay away from red meat these days, but 
when you're when you're on a Disney trip, you have to have it because the the man they can cook it. So I was like, you know, I was all out. I was getting, you know, beef, everything. Um, and it was all amazing, like perfectly cooked. I'll take your so pleasure I, to be around at the moment. I don't, I, <laughs> but I, I don't know if she had like two, two bad like meat dishes, perhaps. I was, you know, mm. I don't know what she's used to, but like, I, I can't, I couldn't believe I was reading that. Mm. It, the food was delicious, really I, delicious. I think, by the way, Lucy, you've got to remember that you're a six-year-old in your happy place, so there is magic pixie dust there, isn't there? And that, there is. And that obviously is going to have an impact on... And I can survive everything. on chicken nuggets because I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, I'm go, I've kind of half made notes. Just shout if there's anything else in the chat that people want to know. I had Chateaubriand, Chris. Did you indeed? How was it? It was uh, lovely. Was it, was it the best you, a version of it you've ever tasted? I don't want to say it melted in the mouth because uh, I, I, I'm i a bit of a heathen and I have my <laughs> meat um, medium well. Oh. Right? And they always tend to like slightly undercook what you ask for anyway. So that's a medium well. So it's like, it's pretty well, but it's still a, got a little pinkness to it. Um, but this idea that meat can melt in your mouth has never sounded appealing to me. So I like to chew it. So well, there you go. I ordered a medium <laughs> rare steak on the first day and it was basically still mooing. It, would, it had been wafted in front of the fire, but which is, I'd like another minute on the grill, but it was, it was tasty. <laughs> the, the way people talk about beef, they'll be like, oh, it, it was like water. It was so, it was so lovely. Oh, it was like it poured down your mouth. It was like trickled down <laughs> water. It was. Like, I, I'm, a steak disgusting. I, I'm a steak snob in that um, if it doesn't come the way that I want it, I send it straight back. I'm, I'm oh, known in my family for being that guy. <laughs> who, who he, my steak is always the last one to come out and it's always overdone so it always goes back but it does mean i get a lot of thing is the, you'd love a disney cruise because they would cook it exactly as you want it they would love to take it back they'd take great pleasure in getting it right and then the following night you'd have the same server and it would come out perfect they just that's how it goes sounds amazing Right, I'm moving on to... Well, let's talk about characters briefly, because yeah. Hugh's already... We'll come on to Andrew. Andrew's got a good question. Yeah, we'll come on to that. Okay. So you've got the main atrium, and for most of the day, they, it's like three hours in the morning, three hours in the evening, and little bits in between. There are characters on the balconies, on the staircase, just taking it in rotation, just waving, okay? Oof, um, and the, Well... <laughs> They sort of they do a bit of improv with you. They do what they do, the point, they do the thing, they indicate, they have little hand gesture conversations. And of course, being the main atrium, there's just this steady stream of people. And um, the, the kids and the adults who behave like kids just absolutely love it. They have that little moment of interaction, that little wave. It changes character sort of every 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. So you come back and there's another one, they're doing something else. The princesses all line the staircase once a day as well. So they kind of stand up there looking like they're ready for a ball, doing the same. And that's kind of the limit of the character interactions. Now on the first day, there was um, some princesses in the cinema so you would walk down the side, you'd have a little chat with them, and then it had to be a distance selfie. Now, I agree with what Hugh's saying. I wasn't as keen on that. That's a bit awkward. We stand having a funny conversation. And then the, the photograph you get isn't great because it's like the Hagrid and Harry Potter situation, you know, it kind of looks a bit odd. Yeah. But the fact that 
I know that Hugh isn't a character person, but the fact that they were there in the main atrium and every time we went from the kids' club to the restaurant or to the shop, we walked through it and there was this hubbub, this fun, this waving, this, you know, always kids going, Donald, Donald, Donald. It was just so exciting mm. that they were there, in my opinion. And, of course, they had to get back to their uh, break rooms. So they were constantly walking up and down the corridors as they switched. And so you'd often, if you went to the right place, you could meet them in the corridors as well. But you were, oh, oh there was a Marvel morning. And we really wanted to meet Spider-Man because we keep saying we've got a little friend who loves Spider-Man. I wanted to get a little personal video That's message. you, Chris. I wanted to get <laughs> a personal video message. And we just didn't get him. Apparently he was there. But we just weren't in the atrium at the right was it? time. Yeah. Apparently, it was meeting. Yeah, oh, that would have been good yeah. for uh, our friend Peter. Yeah. yeah, our little friend Peter. Peter Barker. We just yeah. we met Captain Marvel. We saw Thor. When we say met, we saw her at the end of a corridor and we had a little chat. <laughs> um, saw Thor or Black Panther. So they were all there. We just missed so, Spider Man. Yes, you had to be double jabbed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, we should say it. Double jabbed. Did you have to have PCR tests as well, or was that just for Bonnie? No, under-18s had to... If right. Under-18s weren't double jabbed. Remember, some vulnerable 16, 17-year-olds yeah, yeah. are, but um, under-18-year-olds had to be PCR tested, and we all took lateral flow... Te- we haven't even done embarkation. Lateral flow tests at the port. Now, this was... Disney magic at its best. We pulled into this multi-story car park. They took the bags out of our boots. I mean, I found this a bit disturbing. I felt like I was in South Africa being carjacked or something. But as we pulled up to this table, somebody came and opened the boot and I was like, who's doing that? And they just took our bags out of the boots, said, right, you'll see them on the ship, gave the numbers, drive up to floor two, we drove to floor two. Then we walked down to the main bit and we were shepherded into this place, into a booth, get given a swab, do the swab, go sit over there. We sat down for about 10 minutes, got an email, got swept out there. I couldn't believe that the email, like, because I just thought this, it was the final hurdle. Once we got through, there's the, an, another sort of entrance uh, set of doors we had to go through. Once yeah. we got through there, we were done. We were on our way. And we were sat there waiting. I was like, here we go. Because I had a bit of a sore throat that morning. Turned out I'd just been... I'd just been tongue in the back of my throat, so I think it was like a mechanical thing, but I was like, oh, God, is this it? But no, we're all clear. Mm. And it's, 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 uh, it's all you need to do is just rub it, uh, run it around your nostrils. You, don't... you don't even have to go far up, no. she says. You just go tip in, circle it, like I showed on the... Um, oh, in your video that you did with Bonnie. The video, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. So Bonnie was really proud of herself. She's like, I've done this before. I've done this. I'll show you. So she went first, did a thing, <laughs> did a thing, dead jump with herself. The email comes through. It says not detected, not detected, not detected. Well, that was the first time that I genuinely like, I've just been pricked up the bottom. I stood up and went, we're going. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's when I finally accepted we were going on holiday. Because yeah. I hadn't up until that point, you know, packed, you know, weeks of preparation, all this. Until we got through those doors, so it wasn't happening. Then we went to from that seat to that door and then someone just... This is where, what I enjoyed. They said, are you a member of any of our um, special interest groups? Are you platinum or are you DVC? I went, I'm a DVC member. First time I've ever got to use it. Didn't tell them that we're retail, uh, resale scum. In that instance, resale doesn't matter because it's just, no. you get priority boarding. Well, 
Yeah, but, but I mean, we, it made no difference because the there was the queue was empty for everybody anyway. Because I checked in at five a.m. <laughs> we were in the first mm. boarding group. Well, I think we we're in boarding group number three or something. But essentially, the first group of people on. Um, so there's no one there. I, but we would have got priority boarding. I once got on the guest list for um, a gig that Dodgy were doing, and uh, me and Sai got in on the so so we went straight into the place. It was brilliant. We were in before everybody else, no queue in any of that. It was just absolutely brilliant. And then after everybody got in, there was a fire alarm. Everyone had to leave. We ended up queuing to get back in again. Oh, <laughs> Did you not have like your Willy Wonka golden ticket? You no, flash? I couldn't do anything. I just had to queue. Rubbish. Oh. That's rubbish. So then we're on a bus and then we're driving to the port and there's roadworks in Liverpool. So what should be like a three, four minute journey was about a 20 minute journey, wasn't it? Yeah, it took a while, yeah. It's like three yeah. lanes trying to get into one lane with traffic lights. It was a nightmare. And people going, look, you can see it. You can see the boat. You can see the boat. You can see the boat. Now, now, now this is the thing, like this is that I hadn't quite settled into the idea of it yet. And uh, when people doing that, I thought um, I wouldn't be that excited unless it was a spaceship and we were going to space because it's like, well, I mean, it's a, it's a cruise ship, like, yeah, and everyone was going, oh, my God, there it is. There it is. I can't believe it. Yeah. It's a big boat. That's just me. Big boat. I basi- I go on holiday on my own, basically. The, I, I, I'm not sharing. So this. do I. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and then it's it's normal, like, uh, airport security. Send it through a um, metal detector and onto the ship. Wow. Yeah. I just think, all in all. Mm. I was just thinking it's a real shame that with all the testing and everything that goes on to ensure that everyone's safe when you're on there that you, you can't get a bit closer up with the characters mm. and like, you have to wear masks the whole indoors yeah. the whole i mean time. i understand it it's just a shame isn't it the don family have been to chessington and uh, they could uh, cuddle the gruffalo nice nice that doesn't sound safe at the best of times lucas cuddled the cowardly lion today but it was a statue and not a person so it doesn't count <laughs> Um, it's it's a weird one, especially, you know, with the masks and all the way to seeing that. Mm. But um, yeah, it's weird because reasons. we're talking about these servers and uh, this 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 uh, our server that we had for the three nights and breakfast on the final morning. You get them for that as well. Um, I said, you know, is it weird? We never saw her like mouth and nose, and I just had this idea of exactly what she looked like, mm. plus also our um, cabin attendants and. It, we could have been way off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did, did you, uh, I, I know you've got a bit of a list, but I just want to know, did you, did, did the people who were becoming familiar with you, did they ask you about that football match and stuff? You know, like from the list that you, you presented to us a couple of weeks ago, the different topics of conversation because you're British. Did they say, hey, how was that, that football game and things no didn't get any of that no did we no did you notice anything uh, from the from the lists that that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago oh um yeah this was the uh what what had been given to crew members yeah oh that was how to speak to uh the the brits Hmm. well i mean we don't know do we because we just take it for granted because a lot of it was like don't be over familiar don't use the name in sentences don't do the hard and i don't think Honestly, I don't think we've got any of those. I yeah. thought you'd been looking out for it the whole time. I would have been. Um, <laughs> I, do you know, I'd completely forgotten about that. But they, they were, we, we clicked with them. They worked yeah. well with us. So they must have been doing it right because I have come across cultural things 
particularly the USA, and I absolutely love visiting the USA. I love the people, but sometimes I'm like, whoa, not a fan, <laughs> you know, just because of the Britishness. Um, but I didn't encounter any of that, so maybe they have been reading the sheet. There you go. <laughs> Question from Andrew Palmer. Yes. Um, full named him. Uh, was booze expensive? Was the booze expensive? Um, yeah, I think it was. But the thing is, here's the thing. Well, actually, uh, I can look it up. Lucy can tell you exactly how much it was. But here's the thing. At one point, I wanted a pint. I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a pint. I'm on holiday. I'm going to get a pint. So I went to this uh, bar because we knew there was going to be a quiz there. And we thought, oh, we'll go there early. I'll have a pint. And then, you know, in half an hour, the quiz will start. You weren't allowed in the bar until the, the quiz was about to start. So it only seemed to be open for the... the and then everyone had to leave after the quiz. Uh, and now I don't know if... Um, like I, I probably could have got a beer on the deck somewhere or yeah. something like that, but, but because I wasn't quite like au fait with everything, I didn't know where to get a beer. Eventually we got into this bar for this quiz and then I saw a guy get a pint at the bar and I was like, oh, great, I can get a pint. And then a, a server came around and uh, said, oh, uh, you know, asked for a beer. She said, oh, draft's just, just gone off. <laughs> well, I've just seen a guy get one. So I had yeah, to have yeah, a little bottle one. of Corona. And that just, just, you know, when you've been wanting a pint mm. for, for ages and I just had a bottle of Corona and you just think, well, I could get two, but then that becomes really expensive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's little things like that where you're like, why can't I get into this place to, to have something? I'm willing to give you some money. You know, we just, the, the point where we were shut out of places mm. waiting for I, them to open. I did see them, did see them cleaning every table and every chair in between things. I think that might have been something to do with it because they would have a, they'd have a quiz and then they'd have a, family karaoke thing and then they'd have a family game show later on and they'd close the bar in between the yeah, events yeah. instead of just leaving the pub open all day how much was the beer i just looked on our disney cruise line app and i'm absolutely devastated is it all gone it's all gone because <laughs> you, you do not currently have a reservation we don't currently have a reservation it's all gone but I'm i think so in, i think in general because the tax and everything everything is just a bit more isn't it so. the, right let's talk about this this is a killer absolute killer all your merchandise is priced at disney dollars um it's in american dollars but because the sailing british waters they are liable for british vat so they put 20 percent on everything um and it's not priced for that stuff in the uk is priced to have the tax put on isn't it do you know what I mean? Whereas this is, so when you look at the ticket price, you've got an additional 20% to put on. Now, you, it's totally cashless. They don't accept payments at all while you're on the cruise. It all goes on your stateroom account and you settle up at the end. Dangerous. Um, in fact, you don't even settle up. You register a credit card before you do it. So I don't even know how much we spent. I'll look at that tomorrow. Yeah. It's too depressing. I, 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 I leave a couple of months if I Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so when to account for the fact that there's a um change of currency exchange rate they also refund you two percent mm. of everything you've spent at the end to allow for the transaction fee because everybody will is forced to pay on credit cards so everyone will be paying transaction fees so they refund you two percent i think so it kind of works out weird but even your beer is um got VAT on top of it, so you pay 20% on top of whatever you're already paying. Um, it's nasty. And yeah. gratuities as well. 
I put on in places like bars and stuff like that. And the, the, the only VAT I want, Chris, is a vat of beer. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> uh, high five. Mm. Let's right. So yes, Let's, Andrew, I think the answer is probably yes. Expensive. Yes. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I only had two beers. I did actually get a pint at Bingo. Oh, in the end, so I did get a pint. So I had had one and a half beers the whole time. So that kind of brings us on nicely to anyway. The next thing I was going to talk about is entertainment. So there were two main shows that we saw, which were Freezing the Night Away and Dreams. We'll come to those in a minute. But the more general entertainment, excuse me, I'm drinking Coke and I make a bin, um, was at various venues around the ship. An example of things we did, but there was so much more was we did an animation class where you learned how to draw Spider-Man. So you followed instructions. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Me and Bonnie loved it. So you follow instructions, somebody's drawing it up at the front of the bar and you're yeah. given a template and then you draw along with them. We did family crafts where we're getting a, given a little craft kit to make a flower thermometer, which was really cute. Um, we did a Disney Cruise Line trivia quiz um, which was literally trivia on the Disney cruise line, which we were rubbish at. Mm. We did a um, Disney Tunes quiz when Bonnie was at Kids Club, which we rocked at. One of them was Dinosaur, Chris. But then we changed oh. our minds. We were like, we we're like, it's too obscure. She can't have, like, she can't have meant Dinosaur. So we changed it to The Lion King. And mm. uh, like, you think you'd know the difference? But we but... knew. We knew it was Dinosaur. <laughs> I even knew which scene it was. And then I just thought they wouldn't have a question on Dinosaur. That's bonkers. Yeah. Um, and then we won the Disney, um, the general Disney trivia. Yeah. It, it was multiple choice, and I thought, oh, multiple choice. And like halfway through, meet. halfway through, I knew we'd got like a hundred percent. I was like, there's going to be loads of winners. But then it got so difficult towards the end. It was a really good. Like, I don't like multiple choice. I just want to put an answer and guess, you know, but... Um, so it's a bit like it, million, who wants to be a millionaire then, where it starts off... Yeah, 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 yeah. Obvious so answers, and then it gets it, less obvious. It was sort of well-pitched. It was well-worked out as far as quizzes go, and then, we, and then we won that one. We did, and thing is, I think up to the last five questions, I think we would have won without multiple choice. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're proper nerding it out. This I, I think is we won because we got a couple of lucky guesses. We uh, did. The, no, we... Oh, yeah, I suppose lucky, so. Lucky guesses. The pers- we got 21 and the next scenario has mm. got 19, but the last five were like, how many different species of plant is there in Animal Kingdom? Yeah, yeah. 1,500, yeah. 2,000, 3,000, yeah, you know, like, you know no idea. You don't, if, no one knows. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was stuff like that. Now, again, you can sort of tell by the reactions. The little family crafts, when I said to Bonnie the following day, Based on what you've done today, what you want to do tomorrow, she was like, oh, if there's a craft thing, I want to do the craft thing again. You just sit in a bar. They give you a little bag of bits, little foam bits. They give you a print stick. You can do whatever you want with the bits. We had fun. We were sort of comparing mm. each other's. Have a little chat. And it's doing something with your child, which I'm so passionate about. I mean, that's why I go on holiday. It was just so much fun. It's not for Hugh, I understand that. So he went and took some photos on deck, which was probably his favourite bit of the holiday too. So it works <laughs> out. Um, the animation class the same. Like he's he he can draw Spider-Man freehand. Basically. I did. I did. I just drew my own one while she did it. And actually, when I turned around to see what the uh, the instructor was showing us, <laughs> you'll see on the video, Chris, uh, the word derp comes to mind. <laughs> did like, you put your hand up? 
is this all right? <laughs> Honestly. No, but these... I, are... Do you know what? I, I, left, I, I deliberately left it on the table. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, let's leave that there. Well, these are people who've been to probably drama college and then got job as entertainment staff yeah. and someone says, oh, yeah. and can you teach a drawing class? And they're like... Yeah. But, you know, the, it's it was my level and it was Bonnie's level and it was great. The quizzes, if you love a pub quiz, it's a pub quiz. Yeah, the quizzes were, were good. Yeah, and bingo, you have to pay for the bingo sheets, but oh. it is, it's thrilling. Tax <laughs> it's on that as well. There was lots of money on offer there. There wasn't tax on the bingo, I don't think. Um, but the, the, like, the jackpots were £200 for a right. sheet of bingo so mm. it was it was decent gambling and if you look around the amount of people who were we in lost. the room it was like yeah we didn't win anything but Rats. we could have done if you looked at how many people you were competing against and there was 200 pound on the table one you're team thinking, won twice odds are good yeah and not always away so yeah it was that that side of it was great and the entertainment staff who did it were really good. Yeah. I suspect um, they might have had more response from their banter with a non-British crowd. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of back and forth and cheering and whooping. It's always the way. And the bingo, they were trying to get you to dance on certain numbers. and, and no, Yeah, and, and you had to anything. shout something out about, you had to shout to the machine, like something, what was it, like mix it up Betty or something. Yeah. Like and- if you weren't getting your numbers, you were supposed to go, Mix it up, Betty. <laughs> Me and Bonnie were doing it, but nobody else was, you know. But it just <laughs> mix it up, Betty. <laughs> I that again, that's British Britishness. I think. I think if you did yeah. that in a different part of the world, people would be going nuts for it. But they were very good. Right, let's get on to the two shows. We talk about freezing the night away. It was it was your energizer at the beginning of the cruise. This was kind of your sail away party. Um, but it wasn't time for when we sailed away, unfortunately, and that's to do with tides. Um, but it was just the characters came on stage, they sang some songs, they did some games with you, they did a little Simon Says thing, they led you in a bit of a dance. It was for the kids. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't groundbreaking theatre, but it it was it was cute and it was worth it. And if there's anyone listening who's going and taking children, 100% do this at the beginning of your cruise. They'll love it. If you go in as an adult couple, I'd say just skip it. And I don't mean that in a critical way. I'm just, this isn't for you. Go to the adult bar. There's an adult's only area down at the other end. That That's for you. Unless you're bonkers like me, because I was joining in, Simon says, I got quite competitive. You were rubbish at it. <laughs> Ven hadn't said that she was doing it. Oh, I was, I wasn't listening properly. At least twice she got caught I out. I was watching from back like, come on, Lucy, you're better than this. Sven <laughs> didn't say. So the big... <laughs> um, the big centrepiece, the award-winning... The jewel um, in the crown. The jewel in the crown was the Broadway-style musical. And it won, I don't know what year it won this, but it won the award for the, the best cruise line show Across all cruise lines. Coveted award. <laughs> well, you t- I mean, cruise line shows are amazing these days. That That's a big award to get, some, you know, whatever the equivalent of a Tony is for the best live cruise show. show. If you've seen Mickey and the Magician at um, Disneyland Paris, in many ways, it is a feature-length version of that. It is all the biggest Disney hits, and all the most popular Disney characters strung together um, with, I don't want to say a weak storyline because it was enchanting. It was really lovely. Mm. But the storyline doesn't matter. 
really. It's just a way of getting from one thing to the other. Um, you have thoughts? No. <laughs> the, st the stagecraft was well at this level it's basically you're watching magic tricks mm -hmm. the the stagecraft was phenomenal the set design was phenomenal um the costumes the execution the performances the talent were phenomenal the what you're watching itself was unoriginal mm. and the only exception to that is the did lion king at the end and i i completely with you on this it's like every yeah, every yeah, because, because i said like i've seen three versions of the lion king now in different shows yet i haven't seen the actual lion king proper musical show so when when yeah. they trotted that out i was like oh, again the yeah. third time i've seen a version of this show and i haven't even seen the proper one yet um, because at Disneyland Paris, you had the Rhythm of the Pride Lands, mm. you've got the parade, you, they did it in Mickey and the Magician, mm. and then they, they've got it on the castle, and it's always kind of the same thing, and I love it. I absolutely love it, and I've seen the musical, and I love it, but it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> now, they did, uh, I don't know if remix is the right word, but they rewrote the song, and they let the performers um sing it their way and it was a different version of circle of life what they did with the theater during it was not what you see in other things and it was fabulous and that funnily enough was one of the highlights of it but if they could have done that with every single song if they could have given a twist a different on flavor to every we song arrived on this cruise ship is how it went <laughs> i don't quite mean like like that i just mean musically if they could have Given it, a, you know, done something in different styles, done upbeat versions of ballads, or change, given a twist to this and that. But yeah. they didn't really. They just um, they stuck to it. But again, you've got to think of the audience. I, well, for starters, everybody needs to go see it. Whether you think, oh, that doesn't sound good or not, it is. It is worth seeing. It's the stagecraft alone is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, but again, you've got to remember who it's for. Bonnie was getting excited during the show you know when standing off out of a seat jumping up and gasping and all this she absolutely loved it she kept going that's amazing she was getting tears in her eyes Aww. i was getting tears in my eyes but i get tears in my eyes just for theater just when the music swells and the lights go down i yeah, i cry yeah, anyway I, I get tears in my eyes just just like even if i don't like a film i can watch it and if there's a certain bit of, of emotive music i'll still mm. be like <laughs> yeah but uh, so i was you know i got a bit teary in it but it, um it wasn't like it wasn't basically for, for, from our other podcasts our classics i would have given it three teardrops okay yeah but it was excellent <laughs> it was excellent i think that covers entertainment unless you've anything to add Hugh. we do i just want i'm aware that we're going on an hour now so we can just rattle through the things right the ship it, well the ship itself so the pools were very small as they are on cruise ships. They were doing a um, 10 minutes in the pool and mm -hmm. you had to queue for, queue for your 10 minutes. I don't know if this is normal, but I wouldn't have wanted to be in that pool with any more people than there were. And I was really happy to queue to get in, have 10 minutes and then have a whistle tone and get out. The reason is, have you ever been in a pool with your boys? It's a little bit, a little, little bit boring. Yeah, go we, we play, 
We play, we splash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going tomorrow. We have fun. Bonnie could stay in it forever. But this point where, like, let's get out now and do something else. And then if you want to get back in, we can. And so we would do it like that. And it was actually, it was a lot better than just kind of having unlimited time. Because I don't think she would have ever got out and there would have been too many people. So that worked really well. The adult pool had two people in it most every time I walked past it. And I think... I would have loved to have spent a bit of time length swimming up and down that. It was really peaceful. They have different music playing there. They have your serene, <laughs> chill out, spa music playing up there. It's really nice. And oh. um, got two slides. They've got one which is a vert- an almost vertical drop. It's about 10 degrees, but you stand on a floor with your back against a waterfall and then all of a sudden the floor's not there and you just drop. And I did that and lost my headscarf and it was <laughs> a proper thrill ride. And then the other slides, just a bit of a, a fun do. Oh, there was a situation, wasn't there on that? Yeah, I, I, again, I think because you can quite easily trace which which uh, voyage we went on. Um, the, the the slide was shut down for a reason, but um, and it, it, it will I will put it in my video. Well, basically, I was thinking, should I mention it? Because someone could, you know, we're kind of naming and shaving someone, but what happened was a kid, a kid was walking back up the water slide. And if you see this water slide, wa- it's and a... There's little, there's little cutaways in the side. So this kid was walking upright and like up to his waist, mm. like was up in air and he was on the very top and he could have fallen off. It was awful. So a lifeguard was basically just creeping up and slowly cornering him back into the, the, the entrance and they finally got I him out. I don't know how he stopped though, because I, like, I, I did it. I was watching it, I was like, because <gasps> so I just saw this kid like going, la, 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 just walking along like, and I just thought, like, God, he's going to fall off. <gasps> I did that slide and it was very fast, like surprisingly fast. I really, I love water slides. They're one of my favourite things to do. So I don't know how he stopped himself, but really good water slides. Oh no, the kids were going down really slowly. I don't know how, but every kid I saw go down was like, was like this. They must have my like, weight. <laughs> the men were on the back and they were like going, shoom, and then I saw some kids going down like. <laughs> you can hear the scrapings. <laughs> yeah. I think also if you sit up, you go slower. If you lay down, you go quicker. Anyway, um, so that was all fantastic. The pool deck is just by its nature, there's a lot of people running around in bare feet and the yeah. wet and there's a lot of families. It's not the most pleasant place to be. There is an upper deck and it did. Oh. The- Go on. Top tip, upper deck, front or the back. Uh, when it wasn't too sunny, were they were dead. Mm. They were my zones. Like if there's a time <laughs> where when when those two were in the pool and I wasn't, I, I'd go up there and it was all mine. But then when when the sun came out, the, the people started to spread even further down the ship. Mm. So those areas weren't quite so mine anymore. But you know, if you want a bit of a bit of a break from it all, get to the front or the back. Mm. It's dead. Tilly's just um, asked, did you go to Goofy's Pool or the Aqueduct, is it called? Both. We did We did the whole shebang. Um, and we did the splash pads um, and, yeah, everything. We didn't do the adult pool, unfortunately, because we had an, a minor with us. Um, we could have done. We watch it at the kids' club. Yeah, so. we could. I had a massage. That was nice. Um, the deck four's got a running track around it, so that's an open deck as well. Um, and I really wish, we kept meaning to, I wish that we'd spent some time just walking that. Mm. And for some reason I kept forgetting, but that was not many people were using it on you about it. It always seemed peaceful and quiet, mm. really beautiful. And then the ship as a whole, 
so clean, Art Deco style, just 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 a lovely place to be. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, it was peaceful, mm. Mm. clean. I don't know exactly what capacity they were running at, but there was a really nice amount of people. Yeah, but you've got to be realistic that there would normally be more. Mm. But there was it, there was a good number of people. Yeah, there was hardly a point. You wouldn't where, want fewer people, really. There was hardly a point where I thought, oh no, it's getting busy. It was, it was none mm. of that, was there? It was it was just about right. Yeah. And I yeah. think considering the activities you do in the you know the trivia and the bingo and stuff, you wouldn't want fewer people than you had the restaurants. You wouldn't want to only have ten of you in it. What what I wanted to say though was, um, I I would be keen to do a Christmas one because that ship would make more sense with Christmas decorations. Because, mm. uh, you know, like, I was almost expecting some kind of tropical vibes on there. As you can tell, this is my new look, by the way, Chris. I discovered this on the ship. I was like, this is my new look. Open shirt and a T-shirt. With a T-shirt underneath, yeah. Yeah. Um, like it. But I could totally imagine that that sort of Art Deco style at Christmas with a tree, you know. Mm. There won't, obviously, there won't be the pool, so it would be busier inside. Because mm. when it was sunny on those... Uh, third day, everyone went up to the deck, everyone, and it was dead down below, and vice versa, you know, when it was a bit cooler. Um, but so Christmas would be oh, be busier inside, but I just think it would really suit it at Christmas. If there's people going on the cruise, by the way, the ship's captain is able to find the sun, mm. is able to follow the satellite um, photographs, it can sail where he wants, there's no limits, it doesn't have to do a route. And he did say on the first day, well, I'm going to try and find some sun for you. The third day, it was sunburn weather. Mm -hmm. It was, so I don't know what it's been like here, but he just managed to sail the seas Rotten. and find a po pocket. <laughs> well, you can just find a pocket of sun, can't you? When, you, yeah, when you've yeah. got the whole ocean to I go I tell for. actually, Chris, because I cut the grass up as soon as we got back, because it was getting pretty long. And I was like, oh, this is claggy. I it must have been raining. I've on my grass this week, Hugh. You got what? Uh, I've put some patch stuff on my grass this week. Oh, I see. Um, mm -hmm. I, I decided that I'd do it whilst it was a bit damp and raining because I thought it'll set in nice and easily then. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm waiting to see whether it takes and then I've got some stuff to treat it to get it all green. This is what the people really want to hear about. <laughs> Sod your cruise. Well, <laughs> okay, I, I always like to drag it back, so I'm going to be borrowing the drag it back. The state room, this is what they call the cabin, because the posh. Only one person referred to it as a cabin the entire time we were there, and this was like the last person we interacted with. Then he like, said cabin. I was like, oh, finally they've acknowledged it's a cabin. <laughs> we got um, a standard inside state room, um, meaning it's on the inside of the ship. It doesn't have a window. It doesn't have a balcony. You can get deluxe inside, which are a bit bigger. So this was the smallest cabin. It was the lowest um price point basically it wasn't entirely the lowest price point because they go well it's category 11 but it goes 11a 11b 11c and that's to do with location on the ship mm -hmm. we had a really good location so we were 11a the cheapest one would be 11c and it would probably be deck one right in, at like the, in the boiler room yeah, yeah. basically <laughs> yeah. um but other than that if we talk about the actual room we had the cheapest category room and I did that well. I did that because it's all we could afford. If I'm honest, this is not a cheap thing, and it was a bit of a, a whim, mm. very expensive whim. So I'm like, I'm not forking out for a veranda or anything, daft. We just got the cheapest one. But also, I thought we're doing this as an experiment. Maybe we do want to um, go on a cruise again. Maybe we do want to add on a, a 
Bahamas cruise if when we go to Florida or something, mm -hmm. would we be happy in an inside stateroom? Or would our attitude be, if we do it again, I need a window or I need a veranda? So this is another thing I haven't asked you. Well, I walked down the corridor and someone's door was open and I just glanced in and had a big window in there and it just completely changed it because uh, we, we were in a little dark room. It was perfectly fine, but I will say at nighttime, when you woke up, it was pitch black. Mm. So we had to leave the bathroom light on all night so Bonnie could still sleep and there wasn't too much light. I had no idea what time it was because I didn't realise there was a plug next to me until the last night. So. So my phone wasn't near me, so I was like, I had to turn the lamp on to look at my watch, and it was pitch black. But um, I couldn't cope with that. I hate. Yeah, black. yeah. I think I think a window. Well, we did we did leave the would, bathroom light on. Would be worth the extra, just you know, just for, uh, just just mm, a, di a different vibe with a window. It just changes everything. I yeah. don't think I would pay to go from standard inside cabin to deluxe inside cabin. The only difference there being the size of the room. No. I don't think, I didn't feel like it was too small, like we couldn't cope. There was a bit of a, you know, that scene in Monsters Inc. where Mike and Sully are getting ready. There was a little bit of that when all three of us were trying to move around at the same time. I love that scene. Um, <laughs> yeah. um But it, it wasn't too small. It was perfect. And there was a lot of storage. You could do a seven night cruise and store all your stuff. Mm the bed was very high off the ground so you could fit four suitcases underneath it if you needed to and mm -hmm. um, that that was fine i wouldn't did wonder about hugh because he's a bit more kind of visual i know that he'd like to look out the window at the sea and see if we pulled up to part well i can do that during the day i thought i would prefer a window mm -hmm. but if there was 300 pound difference i'd be happy with inside yeah, okay. again if it was that much yeah i think we'd have to look look at the price oh. if ever we did book and there must have been one of these in each room chris but we had a a picture frame on the wall above the sofa bed and it was just it was just uh some musical notes and ours was um candle on the water do you know what film that is uh beach dragon bingo yeah you know but uh, I so just I, quiz. I reckon, yeah, I reckon, I reckon there were different ones for each room, and candle on the water was like, mm, it's a bit of a shame. It's like, oh, I wish it was under the sea or something. <laughs> did you, did you magnet up your door then? Oh, we did. That's what I wish we had a photo of. Um, we've got loads of video of it, but we didn't do a photo. But I left them down there in case we did want to show some. But you don't get the full effect till they're on the door. Oh. Are they not down there? You, they're on top. Oh, they're you're in vlogging, though. You're, you're pulling a vlog yeah. together, aren't you, though? So, so oh, yeah. It's going to be up. It should be up tomorrow, basically. It's uh -huh. nearly done. I'm on the last five Mine's going to be a few days and it's going to be ridiculous. Excellent. Yeah, it's going to be a bit epic. <laughs> my, my footage is a bit because I've told you how excited I get. I'm new to vlogging. I'm new to vlogging. Um, but I'd have my vlogging camera and then Donald would come and I'd be going, Donald, Donald, <laughs> like that. So we've got a bit of like... Someone recognised Lucy. Oh, yeah, we did. We got a fan saying, I've been watching your videos. Aww. Well, actually, it was um, it, it was um, a boy who with autism. He was like a teenage boy with autism. And his granddad came over and says, my, my grandson... He, he thinks he recognises you. He thinks he's watched your YouTube videos. Are you a YouTube video? But when I, I wanted to give him a wave and a hi and a smile, he was a bit shy. But he was he was hiding behind his. Yeah, he was a bit shy. He, he, but he didn't. He didn't if he's want watching. Yeah, I I didn't get I, your name either. But if your granddad came and spoke to us, it really meant a lot to us. Yeah. It was so lovely that you mentioned. Also, that. like oh. someone just saw Lucy recording herself and like 
are you a YouTuber? And we're like, oh, hello. And she, but it turns out she was just saying like, oh, because you're filming yourself. Can you get out of my way? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind? Um, but she's got to watch the channel. We'll watch it. We like it. Well, well I anyway, hope you're watching it, apart from, you know, aside from that. Impression, I've got impression she just did of you. Oh no, she was she was lovely. I just I I always do silly voices like that. Um the right, last thing on my, my list is the staff. And this kind of ties on oh, the photos. Let's talk photos first, because that goes into staff as well. Right. One thing I we, knew about we are, like just 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 you know, we are just, wrapping we, up. We are winding down for anyone who's like Yeah, you know. this is long. Right, we'll do this quick. One thing I knew about in advance and I didn't think we'd spend money on is they have a photo package, unlimited photos. We don't tend to do it by choice in the parks. Hugh takes a lot of photos. But as always, the thing we lack is photos of the three of us. Now, I even I had no intention of spending money on this. But as you go around the ship, they keep snapping your photos and in the restaurants they do. And we went up and looked at some. If you could put mm. some up, them up, Chris. Yes, I can. And we were just basically, we just, there's three of us and it's memories and, and the good quality. Here's the thing though, like they're very prescriptive about what you do and we like to sort of have, have ideas. And I know that like, they've got a lot of people to get through. So they basically they tell you what to do, but because we're creative, we have to get involved. So let's pause here with me with the salt and pepper. That's, you know, I did that. Um, yeah. And there's another one coming up that but, I- but, but, but sometimes you pull a silly face and they say, okay, now do a normal, like a, a nice face, but I don't. I just I persist with the silly face. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, I, I'm not sure which ones I've said. Oh, I don't think I, there was another one with an ice cream. We're in the Bonnie had a giant Sunday, mm. and they ones. wanted us to pose. And Hugh came round and grabbed a spoon, and Bonnie did the same. And the photographer said, "Now put your spoon down, princess, and push your plates all away from you. Now can you all smile? Can you put your hand on his arm?" Yeah. And we did that, and I, I, I knew what Hugh was thinking next to me, and he was just about to go away with the photographer. And I said, "Can we have one with all three of us tucking into this ice cream?" So we pulled it back, and we all went, mm. and we stuck our tongues out, and went mm, like that, and it was a really good shot. And I kind of. I don't think everyone's like that. I think a lot of people probably sit there like that until they're directed. Mm, yeah, yeah. But we we don't want to be directed, really. But there's, if you if you ask them, they'll let you do whatever. The, the, there's like some studios set up in the um, main atrium. That and, one you're uh, looking at now, oh, sort of the studio sorry. one. I was just yeah. I was clicking yeah. through. That's, I was a, going that's a studio one. And the thing is, I was watching from a distance, and it's like you see awkward guys, and like they're going, "What? Oh, oh, put my hand here. Okay. And now what? We're back to back." Yeah. And uh, Lucy said, "Oh, come on, have some pictures." And I and I started to do it and then I said, you know what? And I saw someone being like told where to put his his hand and you know where to where to put his shoulder. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing it. I said, like, I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. And at one point I said, I've got a brand to protect. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, but what that means is I can't give enough of myself up to someone else no. as a creative person to go, right, I'm your puppet. Yeah. But I I don't I don't want a picture of Hugh doing that. If you see, the picture that's up on screen now for those yeah the we, woman taking that didn't like didn't like me doing that. No, it. But I mean, she let us. It was absolutely fine. This is what I want pictures of because this is representative of what we're like on holiday. If you're listening to this and not watching, um, it's just basically the three of us in power stance with our thumbs up and doing goofy smiles. 
Um, this is representative of us on holiday. Now, I don't want pictures of Hugh doing it because I know how awkward it is and it wouldn't be a good memory. So I wasn't bothered that Hugh was like, I'm not doing that. But I also think if you just tell them, look, I don't really want a post one, I'm going to do this. They, they yeah, would, they would. They I would mean, let you. Yeah. I mean, what, you know, they're not going to kick, kick you out, are they? They're going to go, okay, fine. Yeah, I think it's just quicker for them to go. Okay, now do this. Now do that. Now do this. And they also Next. they need to get on. The, they need to take good quality shots that people will buy and they need to get onto the next family mm -hmm. so they, they know what works they, they'll say go back to back and fold your arms boom and they know it's a good shot shot because they've done it before but we just go on it right that was one thing so that brings us on this is the last one chris staff right we've just said how amazing the servers were we actually our server disappeared as we were leaving the ship this morning can't believe it was this morning and we just i know it feels like we were like abroad yeah <laughs> we we stood with our suitcases because you take your hand luggage to the restaurant and we said we just want to say goodbye to Sonia and she was taking ages going and getting whatever plate she was getting for another family and um it was getting a bit awkward and we were saying no no we really want to say goodbye to Sonia and that's what it felt like it felt like if we'd left the ship without saying thank you for everything and goodbye it would have felt weird and rude and awkward mm -hmm. that's the kind of bond you got with them and I don't want to overly flower that that just happened organically over the three days no, that's lovely though isn't it that's, that's it what you want oh it was, it was and, gorgeous. especially over such a short period of time as well mm. yeah and um again i want to emphasize the britishness is this this isn't normal the service industry in the uk it just isn't like that i yeah. know it might be other places but the other thing was we had a stateroom host called gerald and she gerald she tidied our room. Cheryl with a J. She tidied our room every day, twice a day. Twice a day. She came in, she tidied the room, she did all the thing that they do. But and, and I know uh, they do this she, on other Yeah, and then the second time she made the bed for Bonnie, yeah. the fold-out bed. Yeah. And I know they do this on other cruise ships, because I remember going on with my parents and they would do towel folding, hmm. but in a fairly un impersonal way. Every time we came back to our cruise ship, there was a joke going on. There was she'd she'd grab Bonnie's toys, she'd have them reading books, she'd have them taking photographs of each other, she would have something hanging from the ceiling. But not only that, she just seemed to live in the corridor outside our room. And every time we came back, she'd be like, are you having fun? Where have you been? How are Princess Bonnie? You look like you've been to the kids club. Oh, this is amazing. I love that. I love the and other. She even knew when she did the little photography scene, Chewbacca was taking photographs of the Barbie dolls. She even knew to take the naked Barbie out of it and just put her at the side. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so it didn't look like Chewbacca. So, so she was really like, like well trained about what's appropriate and stuff. Oh, good. So there was no naked Barbie in this in this photo shoot. But the, I mean, these members of staff in particular, these three members of staff, they're assigned to you, and the way they talk, they say we're going to do this, and so we're going to be heading out into the Irish Sea as if we're going on that trip together. Mm. And I hate, I hate being waited on. I find it icky. I think it's some northern and working class. You know, if uh, you go to a hotel, someone tries to carry your bags, I'm like, oh, no, no, it's okay. I'll do it. And it's not because I don't want to tip. It's because no. I don't like that feeling of someone waiting on me. Now, in this instance, you felt genuinely felt like it was their pleasure. And we were all on this big trip together and we were all having fun together. And that's what it felt like. And it was magical. It was so good. So we did tip extra at the end. We we did. You have set gratuities, but we boosted ours because we were just sounds, so grateful. Sounds we? like brilliant service to me. It sounds fantastic. It was. Wow. Right. A couple of questions two... in, the, in the chat. Oh, go on. 
Do the chat. Do the questions. Go for it. So they're both kind of um, related. So Tilly said, how did you... How did you cover the shops? Did you experience the queues and people going bonkers, stripping the shelves of merchandise? I've read a lot about this happening on staycation cruises. Yeah, the the first day there was, and we yeah. had no we, idea why. We didn't know. There, there were two shops uh, outside this corridor, <clears throat> and there's a queue corridor. for one of them, but, but not the other. Corridor. <laughs> and there's queue for one, but not the other. And we were trying to work out. Uh, in the video, it's kind of like an ongoing thing, like, oh, we, oh, I've worked it out, it's this. But it turned out it was something else. Um, we eventually worked out where it was. Um well, it was uh, it was a lounge fly it was a lounge fly dong up bag. Um, uh, Tilly also says uh, she thinks that's a um, a uh, what's she called uh, a cruise line top. Hey, come on, so let me turn is. around for a second. It's a spirit jersey. <laughs> Lucy wasn't sure because she doesn't she liked the color but not the the lacing. The but but I like the laces. The tassels. Yeah. I'm, oh. But um. Yeah. Oh, and we got a bit of merch. Actually, Chris, we got you something. Oh. Mm. I'm going to show you it now. It was only the first night, though, Tilly. After that, it all became um, very civilised. I didn't get, like, I had a thing that I wanted, Chris, that I normally say, and I, and I think about it, and I come back to it. It was a T-shirt, um, but they didn't have my size. They only had, like, medium up to, like, double XL. Right. Um, so I almost got this other T-shirt, but it was just like, no, I'd be settling. Oh. And it's not worth $25 plus tax or VAT or whatever. So uh, I didn't bother in the end. Lucy said, no, I'm going to buy you it. And I went, no, don't. I don't think it's worth that. So I didn't let her buy it. What we've bought you, Chris, is uh, now you will have these in abundance. Everybody does. But it can't hurt to have another one. And it's a bottle opener. Um, <laughs> but it's, a, uh, it's a Mickey Anchor <gasps> bottle opener. Oh, that's very cool. I don't have a bottle opener like that. But I and do you know, even if you don't use it, you could pin it up somewhere. It's kind of, it says Disney Cruise Line on it. And it's just a nice little um, bottle That's opener. Nice. There. Oh, mm. oh. Um, yeah. We also managed to get some swag for our giant Patreon giveaway that we are doing. Ooh. Um, we've got pens, we've got um, Cruise Line medals. It was anything we could nick. Yeah. <laughs> I legitimately, Nick. Not like, um, not like the. Um, we've got some badges. Oh man, there were some knives. There were some um, napkin holders that were just like, oh man, if if you were a thief, I'd be <laughs> loving this. But like, obviously, no, we're not taking those. But there was a there was a there was a butter knife, uh, animator's palette. There was a paintbrush. I just couldn't stop looking at it. It was amazing. I, I it's think all when, in the vlog. When we're back together properly in a couple of weeks' time after I've been away. Um, I think maybe we should uh, show and talk through some of these um, prizes we've got for this giveaway because I've got yes. a bunch of stuff as well. I kind of alluded to it yesterday, but I'd like to yeah. good to sh just have a look at what we've got because we've got some great stuff. Um, right. I've just got one. Is there more questions? Just, just two more questions from Ian Wilkins. Firstly, how did you boost the tips? Oh, you just get a little form to fill out at the end. No, it's it's quite tricky. It's quite tricky because you you get sorry, Hugh. <laughs> you, you get um you get it print. It, they've got the recommended amount, and you you know this in advance. It's thirteen and a half dollars per person per night, and then they divide it in a certain way. Um, and all you have to do is sign it and um put it in an tear it up and put it in an envelope. It's perforated. 
but I had to go to guest services and tell them I wanted to amend it. And then they had to take my details, room details and print off another form with gaps. And then I had to fill that in with the new amounts, take it back to guest services. And then they would print new, new things that I could put in the envelopes. It's not tricky. It's just, you have to go and queue at guest services. Did, did you tip guest services for talking you through it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But he was a, a French guy called Pierre, and I've never met anyone seem more like a concierge person. You know what I mean? The person you expect to be at the front desk at a posh hotel. He was amazing. Yes. But I um, did something else. I'll talk about this now because it's come up. I did something else while I was at guest services. Hugh and Bonnie didn't know this. You can do something called a placeholder. Do you know what this is, Hugh? No. Right. You can pay $250 for 10% off a future cruise and the $250 off a future cruise. Um, and it's fully refundable. This is why I was like, I'm not going to tell him because I need to know on the show. So let's say we wanted to book a $2,000 cruise. We would get $200 off it and I've already paid the $250. So you get that kind of thing. So it's fully refundable. So if we don't use it, we decide not to book a cruise, I can just ring up and get the mm -hmm. $250 back. But you get the disc, basically they want you while you're on the ship and you're hungry for it and you're having a brilliant time. They want to get your money down. They don't want you to go home without your money. So I knew about this in advance and I thought, I'll see how I feel and I'll get one. Next week, I might refund it when we've had a chat about it, but it's there for a future cruise. So that's- <laughs> Sorry, I keep banging the mic with the pencil. <laughs> That's that's how I felt about the cruise. Mm -hmm. Very right. Good. Um, I've got everything on my list, so it's right. either questions or wrap-up now. So Ian says, um, did you use the photo package? But I think that was the point you were making, was that you yeah, did. Yeah, we, 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 we retrospectively, like, we looked at the pictures and we're like, well, we kind of want them, so we bought uh, one of the little uh, smaller packages. Still a lot of money, though, to be yeah. honest. We, we bought a pack of 10. You can get 10 um photos you can get 20 photos or you can buy the unlimited package the unlimited package is 250 dollars mm. yeah um and i i thought so as expensive. well yeah um if there'd been more character meets and more photographers and situations when it wasn't covid it might have been worth a bit more but yeah. um i think we got we got as many as we wanted i don't think we would have wanted there was 60 on our account available, but we just got 10 and there were 10 good ones. Because mm. at the end of the day, when you get 60 photos, do you use all 60? You don't frame 60, No, do probably you? not, no. Not unless they're all good. Yeah. So we just got 10, which cool. was a lot. And the last question in there is, uh, Tilly says, was the butter knife in the shop still? No, I've seen no, it, it on the test cruise vlogs. No, there's no sign of it. Um, I might have considered it. Well, what have, what have, no, I don't know, but maybe I would have done. <laughs> There you go. That's it. All the questions. Yay. All the answers. Right. There's we've we've both got video. Hugh's, Hugh does a fully edited uh, masterpiece video with threads <laughs> and storylines. Yeah. I have done a very shaky handheld. This is my day. Come with me, kind of. Vlog. Yours will get more views though because it's I, a vlog. Yeah. Basically. Nobody likes quirky Hugh. Nobody likes it. No, mine are a bit off putting. Although that Small World one with the uh, awful theme oh, music had over 2,200 views. <laughs> but some people um, don't like that. But mine should be up tomorrow if I can get Bonnie to play nicely on her own while I um, finish editing it. Um, and then I'm going to try and sort of do one a week at least afterwards to get days two, three, and we've got a disembarkation one. I've also got some other videos planned about 
expectations versus reality mm -hmm. and other things like what I wish I'd known. So stay tuned because there's going to be videos going up. Some of it might be repeats from what you've heard today, but you get to see it in real life. What are we doing next week, Lucy? Because I'm not about, <laughs> so are we doing Monday again next week? Or are you guys oh. going to do a live, just, just do a straight live feed yourselves without all the stuff? What do you want to do? Do you want, are you back on Monday? I'm back on Monday, yeah. Maybe, maybe we could do the Monday. We might do a Monday night next week right. then. There yeah. you go. Yes. Good. Mm. Good. Maybe it's more for me than the people who are listening or watching. <laughs> we do, we genuinely haven't seen each other, guys, and we haven't had internet. Oh, that's something else I was going to mention really oh, quickly. Yeah. No internet access on the ship. Zero internet. Really expensive to buy a package, like prohibitively expensive, mm. like £150. You can get on the, the guest Wi-Fi, which only allows you access to the app. And you get push notifications from all your other apps, but you can't actually go into them. <laughs> so, you know, if you get like an emergency like message, you'll see it. But unless you like pay for it, you can't go into it. But it was actually that really enhanced the trip. Because if you watch around the deck, everyone was reading books. Nobody was mm. noodling on the phone, which you never see. It was like 1992. <laughs> it, it enhanced Those our trip days. as a family, I think. Mm. Nobody having it. Um, access to the internet, it was, it was really good. Slightly frustrating when you can't look up where you are in the sea. Though. And weather, the things you take for granted that you mm. check all the time, you know, but yeah, just got used to it. I like how your go-to year there, Hugh, was the year that DLP opened. 92. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 92 feels like a sort of a, uh, a Mediterranean cruise year to me. I imagine like a sunset in 1992 <laughs> is just... You know, I'm, I'm there. I'm You're drinking there. your pina colada Bailey's I'm heading towards, on the beach. I'm heading towards Corfu on a, on a boat. My hand's hovering over the finish button. Right. Do it. Thanks, Chris. Sorry it was long <laughs> everyone, but um, I think some people might find it useful. Well I, did, well, I didn't find it useful, but I found it very interesting. But now I want to <laughs> yeah. know the things that you didn't want to tell people. So I'm going to have to ask those questions. I want the spoilers. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm not carrying on talking because I know we've got to go. Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Bye. Bye.